Good morning, Bogotá. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts. A big thank you to our generous series sponsors for the year. Anonymous, Lezech, Nishmas, Alter, Shlomo, Ben Pinchas. We remain very grateful. They obviously know who they are, and we're very grateful to them. We are at the end of Perak Chaf Gimel, the end of chapter 23 of Mesilas Yisharim. The Ramchal has been walking us through this formula, this path towards a better and better version of ourselves, living with mindfulness and zeal and alacrity, how to cleanse and purge ourselves of the indulgences and the temptations that distract us and that sabotage us, how to acquire the proper conduct which will enrich and empower our relationships and living our best selves, living our best lives. And we are up to Parakhav Gimel. We've been talking about how to acquire the attribute, the character trait of Anava, how to live with modesty and humility, because arrogance, an inflated ego, a distorted sense of self is what interferes with success in life. Professionally, it sabotages our ambition. Interpersonally, our marriage, our parenting, our friendships, they all suffer when our ego gets in the way. When we think we're in charge, we think we're in control, we think we deserve honor. Whenever the ego gets in the way, we can't have a relationship with Hashem, with others, and we're not having a very true or honest relationship with ourselves. So the Ramchal ends. We're at the very end. We've been speaking about Anava for a long time. But the Ramchal ends this 23rd chapter, buried deep in Mesilas Hasharim. So it's not the first attribute or quality to work on. A person needs time. A person has to make progress in the other areas before they can genuinely work on this. And he ends by saying, What are the factors that lead to the loss of humility? What are the detractors from humility? Who is chabras o ishtamish b'fnei adam chanefim? Asherlignov libo b'chanifusam l'manyitav lahem yishabchu v'yiramimu one of the biggest things that interferes with humility is to believe the hype. All of us in life, we live in an olam sheker. We're living in a world that's backwards, upside down, inside out. And it's filled with lies and distortions. Technology has been a great gift to us in many ways, but social media and technology perhaps is the biggest arena where things are backwards and upside down and inside out, where a person thinks their worth is somehow intertwined with their followers or likes, or with the amount of how viral they've gone. And the Hanifa, the level of Hanifa of flattery and false flattery that happens offline and online, that people want to get ahead in the world of politics, the Hanifa, professionally to get ahead, to acquire customers and clients, and to get a bigger chunk of business, the amount of Hanifa, the false flattery, people all around us, they're flattering us, we're flattering them, there's a game. And the better you are at the game, supposedly, the better you do in life. But the Ramchal says, maybe in some measures and metrics, you'll get ahead. But the more you're engrossed in this game of false flattery, offering it and receiving it, the more of a, li- of a world of lies that you are living in. And it undermines a life of meaning, a life of purpose. It undermines genuine and real relationships. So he says, if you want to be humble, don't believe the hype. Even when people say nice things, even when people laud and praise, even when people compliment, you can receive a compliment. There's a gracious way to receive a compliment. But if people overly praise, understand, there's often an agenda. In the Mashkiach, uh, Dan Segel's commentary on Mesir Sasham, he says, the Hanefa Meshabchamas, so be emes him doagin la'atzmam, umataras amilig noves libo. 
When a person offers false flattery, when a person exaggerates in their praise of you, oh, you're amazing, that was amazing, oh, you're fantastic, oh, this is great, you're great, everything's great, oh, you're the best. When a person exaggerates in their praise, when they're offering false flattery, it's because there's an agenda, there's a goal. They want to gain or get something out of it. So don't be a fool. Don't accept it, don't buy into it, don't believe it. Here's where having a good spouse and children can come in very handy to keep one grounded. But this is mafside anava. The biggest deterrent, the biggest impediment to living a life of humility is to start to believe the hype. And it happens that times they attribute to a person the opposite of what you really possess. No matter how smart, no matter how brilliant, no matter how accomplished any of us are, we easily fall prey to false flattery. Feels good. Someone strokes the ego. Someone says something nice. Someone makes you feel good. Rather than sit back and analyze and say, is that accurate? Is it true? Do they know the demons? Do they know the struggles, the battles that I face? Are they ex- exaggerating? Instead, we most often are mispateb bin akel. We're seduced. And all the more so when it comes to something that we really possess. When someone who we trust, someone who we think has something intelligent to say, flatters us, we easily believe it. It enters us like it penetrates, like the venom, like the poison of an enraged snake. And it finds us ensnared in a net of haughtiness and broken. So it's kryptonite. It corrupts. It contaminates. It undermines. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe what someone's saying. Don't believe exaggerations. Don't buy into false praise. It can ultimately, someone's positioning you. They're setting you up in business, socially, politically. Person should stay humble. Person should remember their faults and their failures and their struggles doesn't mean beat ourselves up excessively. Of course, we should also understand our talents and our skills and our blessings and take pride in them, but not be the overly prideful, not have a distorted sense of who we are, and not believe the hype that others uh, suggest. You have the example of Yoash, who acted righteously during all the days he was being instructed by Yehoyada the Kohen, his teacher, but after Yehoyada died, his servants, his slaves all came and they wanted to position themselves. They wanted a great cabinet position. They wanted to be appointed to a position of distinction. So how do you do that? You don't go and say how worthy you are. You go and say, did I tell you how brilliant and what a leader you are and how incredible you are, how amazing you are? They try to earn and buy favor. And you can buy favor. The cost, the currency of buying favor is false praise. You see, so many people who had such potential to make such a difference in this world, at whatever level, within the family, and within the community, and within society, and within business, who ultimately undermine their own trajectory of success because they believe the hype because they swell with arrogance and with pride, because they have a distorted and inflated view and version of themselves. And I would say an extra word of caution for the Ramchal applied in our time and in our day is not only what other people can falsely and accurately and with exaggeration praise us, 
But the whole institution of, of social media is a world in which people carefully curate only the best versions of themselves. We end up falsely praising ourselves by presenting a carefully curated version that doesn't reflect the truth and the accuracy. And essentially that's the version we believe or buy into of ourselves. We end up very unhappy. I remember reading an article several years ago, there was a couple who went viral. They were famous online because they would travel the world and they would post their vacation, their travel pictures, their travel journey, their travel vlog, and they had fame and likely often with it fortune because of the, uh, how viral they went traveling. And it was an article that said that they were taking a break from their travels to resolve their likely impending divorce and to treat their depression and misery. Because while what was presented online was carefully curated as the best life, the best airline rides and the best desserts and meals and the best vacation spots and the best hikes and the best and the best and the best and the joy and the happiness and the success offline, was misery and emptiness and depression. Offline was a struggling relationship likely exacerbated by the carefully curated presentation and profile online. We shouldn't believe what we're presenting about ourselves, let alone what other people try to highlight or laud or praise us for. We should have an accurate view of who we are and not buy into that hype. Accurate both in understanding our talents and our skills and our blessings that are on loan from Hashem, and we're supposed to use in our mission and service of Him, and also realistic, seeing the whole picture, not only the parts we want to, but seeing the whole profile, including the ugly, the pimples and the warts, including the shortcomings and the struggles, to give us this holistic picture which will prevent us and protect us from ever swelling with too much pride or with arrogance. We'll finish this parakamir Hashem next week and pick up with the next midah in this formula of the Ramchar of Pimchas ben Yair, and that is Yiras HaChet, how to live with fear of sin, very appropriate for the time which we find ourselves living with the moon in 15 minutes, tonight behind the bima with the Slovy Young Rice Wolf. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.